Welcome back to another pulse pounding edition of Hyphenation, Barack Obama approved, non award winning podcast. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. This is the 75th episode, I'm calling this episode the Diamond Experience because 75th anniversary is the di- it's supposed to be the Diamond Gift. Last time it was the Gold Gift for the 50th episode. And last time on the 50th episode, I had my better half with me. Anthony Sweet. Sellers. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is now over. No. My wife, Angel Con. Oh my God. I almost ah. called you Cannon. <laughs> my wife, Angel Conley, is here. Well, if Anthony's your better half, maybe I do need to go back to Cannon. No, he's, oh. he's not my better half. So, she's wearing her Bailey shirt. I am. I am. Hugger's going to hug. Yeah, they are. Even though WWE isn't using Bailey or Sasha properly, or most of their uh, women wrestlers properly, or most of their male wrestlers properly, but that's a whole different topic. So, we have been waiting on you to do this episode. You've halted production. My apologies. I have a very busy, stressful life, and you know, sometimes I just don't get a break. And how much that stress is attributed to your husband? Not much, actually. <laughs> Normally, you you help keep it minimal, but um, but yeah, you know my don't let her fool you guys. My my nine thirty to ten o'clock bedtime interferes sometimes too. So let's be honest. I have to get up and be places, so it hinders. Right. So first question, we're going to jump right into it. Okay, go for it. Last season on the NBA. Yes. They decided to stop making home teams and road teams wear certain colors. They okay. can wear any colors they want now. So the Bulls 76ers game is on the TV right now. I just kind of threw on just to have something to glance at. Mm. And the Bulls are wearing white. Okay. The Bulls are from Chicago. Yes, I got that. But the game's in Philadelphia, as you can see right here. Okay. How do you feel about this? The different the colors not mattering anymore. Do you, is that a big deal to you? Or not? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it's really an issue unless, you know, it's conflicting because they're wearing, you know, very similar uniforms. Um, I don't see it as a major issue. I think they should get to choose. Are you concerned about it? Does it, is it bothering you because it's not traditional or is it bothering you because? It, my, I mean, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's been a certain way my whole life. And now it's mm-hmm. like the Bulls wear their home whites in Philadelphia. You don't like change, do you? Oh, I hate change. I, yeah, I can you know I hate change. Yeah, I don't. I don't do well. That's so. why my last name is still Cannon, apparently. <sighs> yeah, I hate change. And ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is over because the guest just insulted the host. Oh, that may continue to happen. Oh, so okay. it doesn't bother you? No, no. Now, now you've seen WNBA uniforms, right? Where they have advertisements and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last season, also on the NBA, uh, they started uh, putting sponsors on their uniforms as well. Now it's not as um, 
to the forefront as the WNBA ones, where you right. sometimes don't see the team name. You'll see like Sprint before yeah. you realize the team name. But these yeah. are more subtle. Um, does it, would that does that really bother you when traditional big four sports like or the NBA, for example, like they decided to start putting advertisements on the actual jerseys is that a problem for you in this case where it's like a small patch that's like around here like versus like a WNBA where it would be all the way across yeah. the chest does that bother you I have more issues with the fact that WNBA that they they're that that's kind of the feature I think it cheapens the fact or it lessens the fact that you know well that WNBA you know is 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 or should be of the same value as the NBA so uh, the small patches and stuff, that doesn't bother me. But I feel like I've never liked the WNBA uniforms in relation to... It's almost like, you know, when you think of NASCAR and they have these huge advertisements on it. And that... NASCAR makes more sense, though, because the car has the numbers. The main no, but, the, but yeah, but that's what you're looking at when you're watching it is the car. You're not really seeing the driver except when they, you know... Go inside. I mean, for the for the close up or whatever, you're watching the race of the car, and you're focusing on these advertisements where it, it, you're still focusing on the ability of the driver and everything. But you know, WNBA, they're showing off their skills. That I mean, that that's it's them as individuals. Why are we using them to wear, you know, their advertisement or marketing and making that the feature or the focus? I don't like it. But the small patch doesn't bother me. Here is a random question. Yes. After I what are you doing? close the vents and our voices aren't carrying into Leah's room. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, here's a random question. You mentioned NASCAR, and I know it's off topic, but who's my favorite NASCAR driver of all time? Um, Considering how much you've seen me watch NASCAR in our relationship. Never. Right. Uh, Dale Earnhardt? Yes, that is correct. Um, that was going to be my guess. Okay, yeah. good job. Um, the WNBA is the there I've actually taken to watching some at least playoffs and stuff. I'm really actually have been enjoying it the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also agree that I, I don't like that um the team is the team name is downplayed so much yeah. for advertising. But that also could be more of a a business model that they have to go with because the WNBA doesn't sell as much tickets or merchandise and so Maybe the fact that they're able to do these sponsorship deals and put their names across the jersey, maybe that's helping a league. And if that's the case, and that's really the bottom line, it's not just like let's do this. But I don't think that should be the bottom line. I think that's the point. It shouldn't be the bottom line. But if it's it's a money maker, float. I kind of think you have to. But you're devaluing them as players yeah. when you're when you're putting that at the forefront. Like mm-hmm. you're devaluing them, and I think that's wrong when you're trying to show that these are talented women who who have a place out there um, in the entertainment industry because that's basically what you are when you're an the, athlete. The league actually just had its. I think they just closed their twenty first season, mm-hmm. and I, that's a record for any women's sports league that I'm aware of, like major sports league. Uh, so congratulations to WNBA, and I hope you guys continue to keep thriving and more people become more aware of how good the basketball actually is. Yes. I, I do enjoy Maybe they'll it. get away from that then. Oh, hopefully that might be the goal down the road. But Yes. Um, didn't mean to segue into that, but I figured that's where we'd start because the, the uniforms were on the television. So next random question. Okay. There's four teams left in the 
Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh The Red Sox, the Astros, the Dodgers, and the Milwaukee Brewers. Who is your pick to win the World Series just from knowing those four names and knowing nothing else? I know nothing about baseball. Right. You only know the four names. The Brewers, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, and the Astros. I don't think I know any players. You don't have to. Just pick a random name out of those four teams. And you do not feel obligated to pick the Red Sox because I followed the Red Sox pretty handily the past several years. I've kind of fallen off of that. I haven't really been watching much of anything, and I'm not as connected to the Sox. So don't feel obligated because of my former allegiance. Oh, don't worry. Okay. Um, Who's going to win it all? Um, Dodgers, Astros, Red Sox, Brewers. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Okay. That's what I'm going with. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So, oh, wait. No, you know what? Let me back that up. What colors are the teams? The, col- the Dodgers' colors? main colors are blue and white. Okay. The Red Sox are, are red and, and red and blue. Okay, okay. The Astros are like an orange royal blue. Ooh. And the Brewers are a navy blue gold. Oh. I do like the Astro colors better. But I still think I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Okay. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are leading their series. So they, are they? they, they will, uh, they're closer to getting to the World Series. Okay. Uh, the Red Sox are playing the Astros right now. And I don't know the score. But in case anybody would be interested, considering this is going to come out after the game's over. But. Who knows? Uh, so, first real question. Okay. What can you tell us about... Why did she have to take... Oh, it's Shark Tank. Um, sorry. Um, what can you tell us about the West Virginia teacher strike that happened last year? And can you segue that into the upcoming elections? And then maybe even talk a little about whether or not you feel like you will, might have to go back on strike again this um, school year. Um, okay, so the teacher strike that happened uh, last spring here uh, in uh, West Virginia. Here in West Virginia, yeah. yes, took place. We were out for nine days, um, and um, we kind of gotten to the point where um, we, as uh, teachers and also representing public employees, um, were tired of the lack of concern, the lack of interest, and the lack of listening that we were getting from our legislative bodies here in West Virginia, which we have um, a House of Delegates and a Senate. We felt like we were not being heard. Um, The raises that we've had in the past, even though that was not the major issue, have not been anywhere where they needed to be to keep up with the cost of living. The biggest issue was the fact that our PEIA insurance um, continues to increase, which again takes a cut to our salary. Um, There were other things that were happening in our state that were alarming. Uh, For instance, the way that people could become teachers now and the lack of education that you could have and still be able to teach in our lack state. Lack of credentials. Yes, okay. the lack of credentials. Um, and so there were a lot of things that were alarming to us as as educators. And we we took it upon ourselves to 
to represent not only, like I said, educators, but also public employees because they were not at liberty to do the same things we were. And we, we had a very powerful movement in the spring and were, were able to shut down the entire state um, for, for nine days. Um, and we had great support also from our superintendents, which, you know, our superintendents, I, I think, believed in us and, and realized that we should be valued and, and we deserve the things that we were asking for. And we weren't asking for anything that was above and beyond what teachers at this point deserved in relation to dealing with PEIA salaries um, and striking down some of the bills that were being considered that we felt were or not reasonable. Um, as for how this plays into the upcoming election, it plays a lot into the upcoming election. Um, remember, in, remember in November has been our big chant, um, and we have not forgotten. Um, we've also had issues with the PEIA board, which has been supposed to be meeting between the end of last year and now, and they've had very few meetings. Like two, right? Um, yeah, and they actually have no meetings scheduled between now and the election. And isn't it all Republicans? Um, no, it is not all Republicans. It, it's actually set on by um, a, a variety. There are Democrats. I mean, there are more Republicans on it, but there are Democrats. There's also representation from our unions, um, which is important, too. And... But the fact is, those that are the ones in power are still neglecting. Um, they're, they're neglecting the 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 needs of the people. Um, and like I said, the the elections coming up, and there are no meetings scheduled, so that's a big concern. There's been a lot of campaigning, of course, going on to try to uh, oust many of those who were not in support of education and clearly showed that through voting. I think the biggest thing that we've learned from this situation is you need to be knowledgeable um, in relation to who represents you and what they represent. So I think you'll see, we did see um, some, some um, turnovers uh, in relation to what we've had in the past, be it Republican uh, in, in certain parts of the states, we saw others come in and, and run. And I think that we'll see with the election, we'll see um, a change, I think, for our state. As for this year, whether we'll be going out again, I don't know. I pray not because our kids deserve better. And we went on strike because our kids deserve good teachers. And if if we don't fix West Virginia in relation to our education system, we won't have good teachers. Teachers will leave the state. We already have teacher shortages across our state, and we don't want that. We want to keep good educators in West Virginia. So we'll see what happens. We'll see where we'll go. An article just came out that there has been no extra funding awarded for PEIA for next year, and our rates went up this year, and our rates will go up next year. So if there's no additional funding, that means we as teachers will have to take out of our, our income to pay more for our insurance. And the benefits of our insurance are decreasing as time progresses. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I think one thing that we, we say is, is please be informed and, and vote and make sure you understand who the candidates are and what they stand for. Um, Marcus, who is my semi-regular co-host on the show. Yes. You know Marcus because yes. that's the guy I've been talking three hours with random nights. Maybe he's your better half. No, okay. he's not. Just thought I'd throw it out there. 
he um he graduated from um crap, what's the name of the education school here? The Benedum program? Yeah, yeah he that graduated from the Benedum program. Uh-huh. And he was teaching here. Um and so he he's very familiar with the situation. He was backing you 100% just like a lot of people were. Thank you. Thank you. Um thank you. Marcus. Of course he he's now moved to San Antonio cuz he he met a lady and he moved down there with her. Mm. So Best of luck to him. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'll be talking to him again soon, I'm sure. Um, I, 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 I'm sure I told you this. Maybe I didn't tell you this, but I do want to tell you that I was very proud of how you carried yourself during that whole debacle last Thank winter. Thank you. It was very stressful, I'll be honest. I know. Because we weren't sure how, how our superintendents were going to react. And, and uh, like I said, I praise... Uh, Dr. Devano for for standing behind us and I praise the other superintendents who went and met um, with members of the legislature and and said you know what our teachers deserve better and we're standing behind them and so if they say they're not going to school until this is fixed they're not going to school and I said that is something as an educator that brings you to tears to know that you have people who are in your corner and realize your value and say we stand behind you so I hope it won't come to anything like that again but you know, we appreciate the support. I appreciate the support of you because we didn't know if we're going to be missing some paychecks. And right. we were we were going to have to embrace that if we had to and, and deal with it and and live with that. So I appreciate that you were understanding and I appreciate that you knew I was out on the picket line, you know, most days. And and it was not really necessarily we were picketing, but we were we were showing the community that we had a purpose and that we wanted our purpose to be heard. Did you run into anybody who was just like, an, let's just say, was anybody that, I don't think you mentioned anything to me, but did you run into any kind of people like, because a lot of times you would be out there and then people would blow their horns and support yes, you guys. Yes. Did you run into anybody who was like, get the fuck back to school? Yes. <laughs> Are you yes. serious? I mean, they didn't say, I didn't get any F words like that, but yeah. you know, uh, we did get people yelling at us, uh, you know, get back to work. Um, and I know, I, I'll be honest, the, the community of Morgantown was so supportive. We had people bringing us food. We had people stopping by to check on us. You know, they'd blow their horns, you know, say, we support you. And, you know, we had people also who, uh, very, very few and far between, but who were very angry with us because, you know, and, and it did impact, you know, Parents, oh my goodness, it impacted their life because they had to figure out what to do with their kids. Right. And Thankfully, I Leah was in daycare. So. Respect those parents so much who said, We stand behind you. We understand. And even though it, you know, completely, you know, turned their lives upside down, they still knew we were doing it for, for a reason because, you know, in the long run, they want those teachers who want to be there to teach their kids. So they knew this was for a purpose and they knew it wouldn't last hopefully for forever, which it didn't. But I'm really. I am so proud to live in a community that supported us so well and 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 I'm and I'm so thankful that you supported me and and that I have, you know, my family supported, you know, the 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 choices that we made because they were not easy choices. You had uh students that came out and and picketed with you. We did. We did have students who came out um who brought us food and who uh stood with us and held signs because they supported you know what they knew that we needed what we what we were asking for and we weren't asking for anything that was too big to demand i mean it wasn't and and i'm thankful that 
our students got to see this too because they realized that you can make a difference if you stand up for what you believe in. You can. And they got to see it firsthand. And I think they'll remember that always. We led a movement that continued across the country. And they got to see that too, that their teachers were the ones who started it. Well, uh, what other, it's escaping me, what other states uh, went on strike? Arizona, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, that was the one I was thinking of. Um, Pittsburgh, there was one actually, oh, Pittsburgh right. school system. It wasn't the whole state, but it was the the, the Pittsburgh school system. Like, and there were other areas that, um, you know, went and, and used this as their momentum and used this as their tool to say, they if they can do this, we can too. And we got support Oh my gosh, from all over the country and all over the world who were, you know, hashtagging us and, you know, saying, you know, we support West Virginia and 55 strong with us. And it's like, you have no idea how great that feels to know that others see and value the work you do every day. It is. It makes me emotional. Just think about it. Well, before you get too emotional. Sorry. It's okay. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It is. It was, it was a hard spring. It, it, It definitely was. And, for as much as you accomplish, there's still work to do, obviously. Yes, definitely. So, so that's why these uh, elections, upcoming elections are so important. They are. They definitely are. Because you can't have leaders in power who... Who aren't representing the people. Right. And they represent their own personal interests. Yes. Or the interest of companies. Speaking of personal interest. Yes. I'm going to let you have the floor on this one. Okay. I'm listening. You may have heard that a certain individual went to the White House recently to go see his buddy, Donald, and have lunch with him. This individual has caused quite a stir in the last, I don't know, eight months. A new stir for him, at least, by wearing a Make America Make America Make Again, Make America Great hat. And this individual is from Chicago. He's also an African American. Mm-hmm. And he's also a egotistical maniac named Kanye West. Oh, you mean how the memes have just blossomed and just overflowed onto Facebook and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that over the years for different things that Kanye has done, like when he said George Bush didn't care about black people. Or when he said, like in two thousand and four or something, that oh, oh, or remember, for example, the, the remember when I showed you the Rolling Stone with him as Jesus on it? Yeah. That was like two thousand five. You've always respected Kanye's music back then, back like then. back then. Um, but you always had a certain opinion of him. So I'm going to give you the floor to kinda. Explain your opinions on why Kanye West is at the place he's at in his life now. I'd like to hear this because my opinion of him, I'm completely, I, I completely off Kanye. Yeah. Like I, like and he, like the comments. It started with the comments he made for me. Yeah. Last or two years ago about Beyonce and Jay Z at a concert, and then he had the the mental breakdown, canceled the tour right. and everything. And then he kind of went in seclusion. He just came back out within the last year. Yeah. Is he making music? Uh, he released an album in June. He did this seven, it was seven songs. Was it good? I didn't listen to it. Oh, this is after, this is after the slavery was a choice thing. That was the, <sighs> yeah, that was the just, final straw for me. 
Listen, him talking is a bad thing. Yeah. Like, maybe he's... I, I do believe he was he lyrically has, talented. He has copped the mental illness in bi- being bipolar. But last... Like, he has mentioned, at least as of late, that he's not taking his medicine. That when he's on his medicine, he doesn't feel clear. And well, so he is not taking medicine And right I now. think mental illness is a huge issue in our country. I do. And I think it's an issue that will continuously need to be addressed. However, I think with him, his problem is he speaks for attention a lot of time. And he doesn't think before he speaks. Which is something, again, that we're trying to help future generations realize that evaluating your thought process before you open your mouth is important. And... Kanye, how old Kanye? Is he our age? He's 37. So he's a little older than us. So I don't feel like he came from that generation that was an entitled, you know, like we're seeing a a generation that's coming up now is a very entitled generation because they've always felt that they should have things handed to them, which is a sad thing. He's 41. Okay, so he's older. He's, He's a little bit older than us. I'll say a good bit because I don't feel like I'm that old yet. So, um, but I think his problem is he's the attention seeking behavior has gotten out of hand. And I don't know if that's, if it's the mental illness as much as it is the attention seeking behavior that causes him to say the things that he does. But I really have no respect for him as an artist when you can't control yourself as a person. So I feel like you lose that unique sense that was you through the talent and the creativity you have when you start saying things and you're not respectful of anything, just to be honest. I mean, so like, I feel like with him, like, I feel like his time has has come and gone and I feel like he's kind of done and he's just, he's that child actor who can't make it again. That The funny thing is with Kanye... You're absolutely right where I you can get that vibe from him. Yeah. But he has such a cult following, even among, um, I almost said the children, even amongst younger rap fans. That Really? Though? Yes, he really does. Are you sure? I, I promise you. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I teach middle school, never hear Kanye's name. Ever. Now, maybe at that age, no. But I mean, I'm, that's like you're looking at like 13, 14-year-old kids. I'm thinking like, 19 to 25. Maybe. There, but I'm just saying the new the generation that is growing up now that are teenagers. Mm-mm. No, I was gonna say even within the last five years of the kids I've had, no, I, I don't hear his name. I don't hear them talking about his music. I don't. I don't see him as a as an artist that is still, you know, up there in, in the top greats. Or well, I don't know if he honestly was ever really. Up there in the top grades. He was definitely one of the bigger hip-hop artists out for a while, but he's never been but like... But not like an all-time. No, you know he, I mean? he, he didn't touch the, my top MCs. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is I don't think... I mean, maybe you're seeing this huge following, like you said, 19 to 25, but I don't think he's... He has not progressed and, and kind of, you know, but moved into those new generations. Like, he's not. He hasn't... Like, for for some reason, and this might just be because of who he is, Jay-Z is still relevant. 
Yes, he yes. Put out, he put, I mean, he put out 444 last year, one of his best albums. And then he just put out a joint album with Beyonce this summer. Right. He's on a huge, he just wrapped up a huge tour with Beyonce again, their yes. second tour together. But then you look at Kanye, and he, he just hasn't, he can't, he can't do it gracefully. He yeah. can't continue, grow older and do music and be him gracefully. And he also hasn't done what a lot of artists do is they transition and they they grow older. Like, a lot of times they'll transition into new roles or taking on new, you know, not necessarily jobs, but changing what they've done before and kind of modifying it to continue to grow. And I don't see that in him. I, I, I don't see him taking on... Well, what what he did recently was, of course, earlier in the year, he put on the MAGA hat. People freaked out. He did the TMZ interview, said slavery was a choice. And then people really freaked out. And that's when I was like, I'm done. And then he in June, he dropped a seven-song album. I haven't listened to it. Mo- but have you heard a lot about it? I mean, honestly? Yeah. It, I mean, Again, it, was, it, was from- a, it was a pretty big deal in the music community. Um, but this is what I he, haven't heard a lot about it. I'm just well, this is what this is what happened within the last two months. So he went to Chicago okay. and he went to a station up there. W. Uh, I used to listen to the station on satellite. I can't remember, but it was a, a WGCI maybe. Okay. Um, and it's a big Chicago hip hop and R and B station. He went on there and then they did an interview and he's like, he's like, I realized some of my comments were wrong and. I'm back. I like I'm getting myself back together, but and I'm back really? with my original with the people I started with. I'm getting my head together. So it sounded like just like I thought it would that he was going to but start to try to clean up his image. I'm not trying to cut you off. No, but I'm just thinking like as you're talking about it too. But is it real that he's trying to actually clean up his image, or is he starting to fall from grace wherever he was that he feels like this is his only way to recover? <laughs> um, no. Um, it's not real at all because no sooner did he do that and had the whole sh- the whole interview and everybody's like maybe he's realizing or maybe he was his medicine was messed up maybe he's realizing that he did say someone messed up maybe he could possibly Recover. save some face then he goes right back to doing the MAGA hats and MAGA hat MAGA hat he goes on Saturday Night Live with it does this epic rant at the end of Saturday Night Live they have to literally like while he's ranting they went off the air because he would not stop talking about Trump and and all these different things and how it's not racist that he has a MAGA hat on and all this stuff Mm. and then ever since it's kind of been now the thing is he's working on another album that's supposed to come out in November and and so it's, it's just like it's just one big loop for him that he just can't escape and he doesn't care to because the thing is, as long as the attention is on him, it seems like that's all he's concerned about. That's Yeah, exactly. I think it's that attention-seeking behavior. Right? It's, it's like, you know, middle school children when they need their, like, look at me, look at me. And mm-hmm. that's, it's like some adults never grow out of that, though. Like, they don't. It's, if they didn't get what they needed, it's all about, you know, if we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, if you don't get the, the, the basic things, the nurturing and the love and the, the, what you need to, to grow, I know that's like 
way too like psychological that we're getting off on there but it is it's true then as an adult you you crave that attention and you still continue to need and you seek it in any way possible and that's where that's where he's at it's you know i could be like the next dr phil and like maybe you know for the stars you're you're way more pretty than dr phil thank you thank you you're welcome i could be dr angel and people could pay me lots of money to figure out what's wrong now some people yeah um but well, before I get into that, some pe- um, people have said that Kanye has been in a constant down- downward spiral since his mom died. So some people give him a, a pass for that, but his mom passed eleven years ago. Yes, and, and I, I don't feel like care. That stays with you. It, it, it does. stays with you. It, 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 and it changes you as a person. It does. But I can't imagine. I don't know if he'd be the same person he is if his mom was still alive. I 100% don't think he would be. Because I think his relationship with his mother was very strong, and I don't think she would approve of how he how he has acted and some of the, and a lot of the things he said. So, he's not the same guy who wrote Hey Mama. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Now, another popular belief is this is all Kim's fault. That was a side eye I just got, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay, listen. I'm not sure what happened and how they ended up married. Now, mind you, their children are cute, but, you know, that's, that's, that's putting that aside. I've said this before. I'm, I'm not anti-Kardashian. I, well, of course you're not. When you look at the Kardashians, how could you it not It has nothing to do with the looks. I, mean, I, I, I have, you've caught me many times watching marathons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I yes, I know. I, and I've never been that person who, like, I can't stand the Kardashians. No, I mean, no, no, no. I enjoy them for what they are. I mean, it's entertainment. There, there's not really much substance to it. Right. You know, but it, it's entertainment. It is what it is. But I don't know. I also wonder if him and Kim, and maybe they are completely in love, you know, what? Uh, I'm not sure. But I also wonder if that was not just another something to continue to propel or, or the momentum of both of their stardom mm-hmm. because you know and and they had children so i mean i gosh i hope it is love i do but i also feel like again that it may have still been both for both of them the attention you know that because actually you know when after watching the show i i can't see kim really truly interested in kanye and i don't see Kanye really interested in Kim other than their value as I think Kim, um, celebrities. Kanye had always been infatuated with Kim. Everyone's it's almost infatuated like infatuated with Kim. I mean, it's almost real. like I know um, you haven't seen all of Scarface, but you know how um, Pacino's character Scarface. Yes. He and Michelle Pfeiffer's in the movie. Yes. And he eventually marries Michelle Pfeiffer after yes. he kills her husband and he ends up marrying her. Yes. He was always infatuated with Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. But towards as the movie progresses, it's obvious that there's no love there. And he it's only because of how powerful and how scary he was. So it's not a real relationship. And she's almost a captive in it. Now I'm not comparing Kanye and Kim the same thing, but it's along those lines of where it's just a relationship that exists without you there actually being love there. Well, and I also wonder too if they got to the point in their lives where they're like, we just want to be married and want to be in that next step, and we feel like it doesn't necessarily matter, you know? Because some people get to those points and they're like, 
I know you. We're comfortable. We could make this work. Well, Kim was already there because she married Chris yeah, before. But that's what I'm saying. She just wanted to be at that point. She was at that point in her life. She wanted to be married, and I think she was very upset that it didn't work out with Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it was then it was looking for that companionship and someone that she could feel comfortable with, and I think she felt comfortable with him and thought. We've been comfortable. We've been friends. We can make this work kind of thing. Right. So, uh, like I said, I don't know. And, you know, far be it for me to judge anyone's relationship. Because, I mean, look at you and I. We're complete opposites. I mean, we complete opposites. And we, our relationship is better than anybody's I know. So. Oh, I think so, too. I, oh, is that a little. Should we kiss and make a noise on the, on the thing so they can hear it? Mm. No, we should just, like, put some silence in here. And then I'll be like. 45 minutes later. Oh, see? Hey. I had to go and, and take something that was supposed to be sweet and nice and ruin it and take it to a different level. Never mind. Anyway. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how our relationship works. It is. It is. Again, completely I opposite. say something and she's completely turned off by yes. it. All right. Yeah. But we are. And, and but like I said, having that comfortable level and, and having that connection, friendship is always... You should be best friends with the person you marry. So maybe that was where they started and, you know, hoped it would grow from there. Or he's just infatuated with her and then. The attention helps. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe that too. Yeah. Like I said. So that, that is Angel's take on one Kanye West. Is there any coming back for him? I don't think so. I mean, like I said, he may still put out some, t- you know, some some good songs, and there may still Aside be some Aside from talent. music, is there any redeeming himself no. personally ever? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I think he's I think he's dug his hole too deep. He's not coming back. No, not at all. Okay, you heard it here first. You did. Well, probably not first. Well, first from me. First from you. That's yeah, right. That is. So, so Angel, yes. would you like to play a little trivia? Oh, I'm hesitant because I, I, I wrote this trivia. I don't like. So it's looking. not. It's it's not anything that you're going to be like. I don't. It's not like bar like the BW 3s trivia. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be stuff that you have a shot at. Okay. When right, it comes I'll play. out, but if I feel very, like, if I feel that that I can't do this, I'm just going to have to. Okay. Well, well, here's the first question. All right, I'll try. What year did the Black Album come out by Jay-Z? Oh, my gosh. Okay. In our relationship, if you know one thing about us, you know I'm terrible with years. You know I can do time periods. I understand that. I I will give you you multiple choice. No, this is not fair. I'll give you multiple choice. Do you want to do history trivia and I ask you I do have history trivia. No. Do you want me to give you history trivia and ask you years and see if that works for you? It depends on what history trivia is. It depends on what it is. You want options? Yes, go. 2005, 2001, 2006, 2003. I don't know. 2000. I was working at a place in Westover. ICT. Give me that hint. Oh my gosh, I don't. 2003? Yes. Okay, good. That was my first instinct that I thought was going to be wrong. Okay, yes. All right, you're not going to know the next one. It's uh, That was if Dad was playing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what year was the Gettysburg Address? 
Now you're really going to do history too? I don't like that. Because then you give me, then like I said, when I do, okay, 1860. See, that's not fair. See, now you're making me look bad as a history teacher. No, I'm, no, I'm not. You got 1860 right. I know. It's, Lincoln was elected in 60. That's the easy part. It's the it's when things were actually written because I just went over three different speeches when with my children. When did you give it? I know that. That's what. I, I figured that you would know that from as much as you love Gettysburg. I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. Oh, no, you did. And now you make me sound terrible as a history teacher. because I You just, teach West Virginia history primarily, I do. Though. I talk about Lincoln, You don't, talk, you don't, don't do talk U.S. history like that. Address, we do. You don't do it's U.S. 60. history like that. Go with your gut. 60, 62 or 63. Three. Yep. Okay. I was seeing, and, and see, I thought I was gonna be wrong. Two for two. Oh no, I hate you because now, now I just spent five minutes trying to answer a history question, and you're sitting here with a history teacher, and that makes me feel. But bad. you got it though. No, it doesn't. Matter. You don't teach that primarily. Like we talk about Lincoln's speech and how he went through with West Virginia statehood, and I can tell you, it's, it's also ten o'clock no. at the end of a long day. You're being too hard on yourself. Yeah, we're gonna end our relationship on this. You need to. You need Next to, question. Yeah. Who was the governor in 1983? West Virginia governor. In 1983? Mm -hmm. um, that was the year I was born. So... The year I was born. Before you, though. Because I am older. Oh, it's before Caperton. Older and less wise. I'm trying to back up through years. Do they do this on the history book? Uh, like not years, no. Don't do years. That's what I know. Time periods. That's why when you ask me things like years, I'm not good at years. So if I said from 1980 to 84, no, but like it's not that. It's events. Like it's like event. Like major things they did during events. Mm. Um, when was Cecil Underwood? Who's the oldest and the youngest? Would you like a hint? Yeah. It's the name. Jay-Z's record name. Oh, yeah. It's Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Okay. Would you like... Now, I am a West Virginia studies teacher who cannot answer the year of a governor. This has made <sighs> this podcast even better. No, it's not. All right. Ask me a question. Then. No, I don't want to. I'm Go not trying... That's not even what's happening here. All right. It is what's happening here. Are you... You've uh, angered your wife. That's what's happening here. Honey, I like it when you're no, mad. Remember? Yeah. Remember? You, you like it. Or I like it. Walking Day question? Sure. What season did Michonne join the cast? Full time. S second? Third. Full time? No, but didn't she appear? She was in the last episode of season two, she... but we didn't, but she, because she saved San, or Sandra, Andrea. I'll give it to you. That's what I'm saying, but she, oh, okay, so she wasn't in jail. Yeah, because it was that, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Dr. Emmett Brown stole plutonium to power his time machine in this 1985 film. Dr. Emmett Brown stole plutonium. I know, I'm trying to think of a name. To power his time machine at Twin Pines Mall in this 1985 film. Oh, did you? Oh, but is it not the name, the, the number? Is it the original? Mm. 
Back to the Future? Yes. No, but, oh, so it was the original. What year did WVU play in a national championship game in football? That I don't know. I have actually no clue. 1988. They played Notre Dame and got wrecked. Oh, really? Badly? Yeah. Uh, Is that the only time they've ever been in a national championship? Mm Mm-hmm. Officially in a game that, that the winner would have been national champion. Yep. That was Major really? Harris. 1988, that was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was the moon landing real? Really? You have to ask? Yeah, is the moon landing real? Yes, it was real. It's, it's, it's not a hoax? Not a conspiracy? No. Okay, if you say so. You really think it's a conspiracy? You don't think the moon landing was real? I have my no. doubts. Um... Would you like to know the year that George Bush, George W. Bush had a shoe thrown at him? Or would you like to take a stab at it? Oh, I don't know. 2008. <laughs> I didn't think it was that late. I didn't know he had a shoe thrown at him. You don't remember that? He was at the press conference. I don't think he was in the States. I think he was overseas. In Where some was report, he at? Um, I'd have to look it up. But some, some reporter or somebody snuck into the press conference and hurled mm, a shoe at him. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, it was, it was, everybody thought it was hilarious at the time because well, it was so cool very... was in the trash. Very sad right now because why I don't do well with years and my credibility now as West Virginia studies and history teacher is shot. So here you go. No, here uh, here's uh, this next one. I'm just what holiday sad. was started in West Virginia? Um, which one? Which holiday that happens in May started okay. in West Mother's Virginia? Day. Okay. Father's Day was started in West Virginia. Grandparents' Day started in West Virginia. All three originated in our state. Name a Little Wayne album. Oh, I don't know any of the names of the, his albums. I'm not going to pretend I do. I like Little Wayne, but I don't know the names of the album. Say, say the Carter Three. Oh, the Carter Three. Wow. If we, you know, like, this is turning really bad for Who me. Who is your favorite Star Trek uh, captain? Oh, that's hard. Oh, because I like, I like Kirk, but I like Picard. Um, I'm gonna go with Kirk. Okay. Any reason why? I don't know. I just, I think it's because it makes me think of my dad, and we always used to watch old Star Trek together. He liked Picard too, but, but I just. I always thought you were more of a, a next generation girl. Trouble with the Tribbles. That's my favorite episode. Is it? Yeah, have you ever watched that one? Maybe. They're like, they look like little fur, furry little balls. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Trouble with the Tribbles. I thought was my favorite. And then, they remember, they, like, infested the ship, and then they were, like, coming out of the walls and stuff like that because they Sounds kept, creepy. Yeah, it was... But they're these big... I have to rewatch it now that I'm, that I'm woke. <laughs> gotcha. Name a baseball player from Morgantown. About the one I taught, Jed Jerko. There you go. I taught him at University High. Very nice kid. He That's was right. My wife taught a major league baseball player. I did. I did. I taught him for business. He was a good kid. Name a baseball player from Kaiser. John Crook. There you go. Yeah. He was friends with. What? You ready? You ready to try another West Virginia year? It depends. Like I said, I don't like you asking me years because I feel like I I don't sound knowledgeable in that. Go ahead. Go ahead. What year was the Mothman first sighted? Mm. 
scared. Is it? Is, is it in the? I can't remember which decade. It's in the sixties. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was about to say because the Silver Bridge. I don't know sixty. I know it's, I feel 63? like 66. Oh, darn. See that? I don't know. We talk about, actually, we're getting ready to talk about that in school. We're going to talk about the Mothman. Um, we're going to talk about the uh, Greenbrier Ghost. We're going to talk about uh, the Flatwoods Monster. You know about that one? That one's kind of creepy, too. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about uh, the woman behind Emore Hall. What is the name of Jay's dog or modern family, his French bulldog? Oh, I can picture it now, and you know I love French Bulldogs. Oh, I don't remember the name. Stella. Stella. Oh, that's right, because they get running down the street, Stella. So. <laughs> Y'all haven't checked out Walter Jeffrey. He's very cute on Facebook. French Bulldog. That's, that's Angel's first recommendation, is look at this French Check Bulldog. Check out Walter Jeffrey, and I'm really pushing for Kellen to be able to let me have a, a French Bulldog. We at this lottery, you can have a French Bulldog. Really? That's that's what I get if we hit this lottery? Among other things, we're going to pay some stuff off first. Well, we're, you're going to pay everything off first. Well, we got to have some credit pay. Um, you're not helping. What anyway, year, check out Walter Jeffrey. What year was the Challenger explosion? 80... No. Hold you on. got the... You're in the right decade. 80... 80... 84, 85? 86. See, I knew it was in the middle of the decade. Oh. See, I'm telling you, I'm terrible with years. I hate that you this West Virginia native not, not. drafted Kobe Bryant. What was his name? This West Virginia drafted Kobe Bryant? Drafted Kobe Bryant. Also known as Mr. Blank. Number 44. Well, Jerry West. Yes. But how did he draft him? I don't understand that. He was the GM of the Lakers when he drafted They drafted him in 1996. So that classifies him as drafting them? Mm -hmm. The GM, the man manager. general manager, is in charge of the draft. Oh, I was going to say, I knew he was the manager, but I didn't. I don't know who's in charge of the draft. Yep. It was uh, oh, that's Jerry interesting. West. I didn't know that. I did not know that. What? Oh, you're not going to know this. It's another year. Would you like to know the last year the Redskins won the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, yeah, that would I know. Nineteen ninety-one. Really? Yep. Oh, I was gonna say in the nineties. Oh. Well, no, last time the Raiders won the Super Bowl. They ever? Nineteen eight. Oh, that was um, nineteen eighty-four. That's how I feel about you right oh, now for God. all these year questions. Um. Listen, I'm gonna start throwing out things that you should know that you're gonna not answer correctly. Go ahead. You feel bad? No, because I'm not that kind of wife. I don't. Want to build on insecurities there? But I appreciate. I'm that. insecure all the time. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, last one. Okay. What was the name of the doctor on Star Trek in the original series? Doctor Blank. There's Spock. I was gonna say Doctor Spock and was Kirk, and they, his nickname was Bones. He was also in the the films, of course. Doctor, oh, I picture, I can see him. 
It starts with an M. Doctor. Mm, I don't know. McCoy. McCoy, yes. Like I said, I could see him. One more. You said. Well, this is this is this is music. Easy this like is the music. rest of them. Yeah, easy like the rest complete of you. I hate this, that you do years. Complete this lyric. Aaliyah had a toy that said this lyric. Still has it, in fact. Okay. You are the sunshine blank. You are the sunshine of my life. There you go. And you're the sunshine of my life, too, baby. Not after all those questions. Oh, that was fun, right? All right. Well, here's just a little, little, little uh, something for the rest of you. I do know my West Virginia studies. I do well when I teach. Uh, I don't do well on the spot. so, please don't take this. Uh, this these and it's also again discrediting 10, 12, my 10, 12 at no, night. Listen. She's been up since six o'clock no, this don't morning. Make excuses for me. It, don't discredit my. You know, it's I'm just, not. I'm a, good, I'm a good teacher. I am. You're a great teacher. I am. The, please don't d- discount my my teaching because I don't know the year that or the governor that of the year I was born. I don't know all the governors in relation to their order, but like I said, I do all right. Would you like to talk about a little Law & Order Special Victims Unit? Oh my gosh, I haven't watched that in so long. Well, we're not going to talk about particular episodes. We're going to talk about cast. Okay. Okay. We're just going to do a quick word association. Mm. instead of Because I was originally going to do a, a, a breakdown, but then I realized I don't remember that much about SVU either. I just know I've watched a lot of it. I love SVU, but I haven't watched it in so long. Yeah. So we're just going to do a little, throw out some stuff, and you just kind of... Give me some feedback. That was the uh, vent. Okay. All right. So what are your thoughts on Elliot Stabler? Mm, he's hot. <laughs> he is hot. He yeah. is hot. He's, he's not. He, he's nothing to sneeze at. He's very at. manly. Shout, shout out to Christopher Maloney. He is. Christopher Maloney. I like you. Um, it's their 20th anniversary. Of course, they're on season 12. Well, I guess it'd be 21st. It's his 20th season this year. He's just ruggedly handsome, very, he, he was, oh, I just, I don't even know what, there's no words. Was he a good cop? Yes and no. He was in the sense that he was very persistent and always wanted to make sure he could do the best that he could. But then a lot of times he did things not by the book that ended up screwing up things. But I think they kind of all did that too, but. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I I liked him. He was a good character. John Munch. Oh, Munch. I love Munch. He was the he always brought this dry humor and and that's what I liked about him. Especially when he was paired with this gentleman, Odafin Tutuola. Oh, and he he kind of brought the the like like I always saw him as like the he was kind of the outsider in the beginning where like he came from a different unit and he had that knowledge and background which kind of helped the group and and also i liked that he had his son that was brought on a lot of the episodes mm-hmm. so and I, I thought that added to to uh, and and his ex-wife <laughs> and the situation yeah. that added a lot so i, I thought he, i liked his character craigan captain craigan Craig and I always liked him because he was kind of the guy who was by the book, but he was always the nice guy too. Mm-hmm. And and I think he he kind of was the glue that kept everything together. 
D.A. Cabot or D.A. Novak. Mm. Novak was the redhead, of course. And yeah. Cabot had the glasses and the blonde hair. I like Novak better. You See, now you used to always tell me you like Cabot better. I like Novak. Because I always said I like Novak better. Cabot was kind of whiny to me. Uh, yeah. And so I think Novak was... And Novak didn't always play by the book either, but she also was one that would make sure that she got cases prosecuted and everything. So I liked her. She was... She did what she needed to do. Amanda Rollins. Oh, shit. She was... <laughs> she was... She just had a whole lot of stuff going on between her sister and her getting pregnant and mm-hmm. her gambling issues. And she just... She, she, there was Never, you don't sound like a fan. Not really. Okay. Mm. Nick Amaro. He had anger issues. Yeah. Just like Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. And he was cute too, but um, I think with him, I think it was just there was a lot more drama than need be with Nick. Mm-hmm. So I felt like he he sometimes detracted from major things that were going on with his drama. Okay. Barbara. Barbara. I, I loved Barbara for some reason. I didn't even know he left the show. He, he was, last year was his last year. He was awesome because he would say some stuff and it would just be that he'd have that snide, underhanded comment and I was like, yes. <laughs> you know, hit him where that hurts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I liked him a lot. Um, what about... Um, what about Melinda or Melinda? Yeah, what about Melinda Warner, the ME, the medical examiner? I liked her too because I felt like she was always the one who would give it to him straight, even when they didn't want to hear it. Like she was honest and she was, you know, she'd make sure everything ran like it needed to. And, and, but she would be the one who'd be like, listen, you just can't do it that way. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I like, and I like that about her. What about FBI Special Agent George Wong? Wong. Wong always made it interesting because he'd have those weird conversations with, with the, uh, the suspects and stuff. And so I think I think his character was a key character, too, because he kind of broke up the the traditional kind of cop that you saw in the from a lot of them and cop or detective. Um, and, and he just brought something different to the table, and I liked him. Okay. That leaves one person left. Olivia Benson. I loved Olivia Benson. She was... She's not dead yet. Yeah, but I say was because I don't really watch her She's now Lieutenant Benson. Yes, she is. Which her... I feel like her whole role has evolved. It really has. Especially with her being a mom now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's definitely changed. Although I must say... I don't like her as much as I liked her in the beginning. Not that I dislike her in general, like, but I, I liked her character more when she was independent and she didn't really need when anybody. She, and yeah, well, yeah, that just comes with her having more responsibility and stuff, though. Because before it was just her and Elliot going out there guns blazing, essentially. Right. So with her having more of a role, and then her having to be more of a Cragen yes. kind of character, I could see it, it changed. I her feel like a, she's changed a lot too. Yes, yes, I agree. Did the series improve after Elliot left, or has it never been the same for you? I don't think it's ever been the same for me. Okay. Because I really liked Elliot. I, I felt like he was a key character. I actually really enjoyed a lot of the 
episodes after as much as I did love Elliot. I, I mm-hmm. felt like they focused more on story and it wasn't so much about what Elliot and Benson were going to get into this week. Mm, yeah, and all that sexual tension. Yeah. Yeah. And I that was like the that. last question. I like that. Should Benson and, and Elliot have gotten together? I mean, would I have liked to have seen it? Yes. But I feel like for the dynamic of the show, no. Because I believe the whole time there was supposed to be that sexual tension, but never that resolution. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yes, I would have liked to see it personally, but I don't think it was meant to be, ever. Is there a certain way you'd like to see SVU end? Because I have something. Stabler come back and get with Benson. Okay, so you want them to get together. Yeah. All right, well, um, my idea is um, however it ends, I, I had it. I had something happening where Benson ended up having to being forced to retire because of something that was going on, mm-hmm. some case that happened, something she did, she crossed the line. Right. So she has to give up the badge. Okay. So she said her goodbyes to everybody. And it was kind of like forced to resign kind of thing. So she resigned, got to say goodbye to everybody. Right. She's walking out of, uh, out of the offices. And I don't know where Noah is. Say Noah's with the babysitter. So she's going home to Noah. And then it's, it's raining outside, just pouring down rain. And she walks outside and has she has no umbrella. She's getting soaked. Like, it's one of those flash storms. Kind yeah. Of thing. She walks out, and it's not raining, and all of a sudden, it's, like, downpour. Right. And she's like, crap, I don't have my umbrella, like, this bullshit. And then, like, kind of leaning on, like, maybe even at the courthouse, like, have somebody, like, leaning on a pillar or something like that, mm-hmm. and then step out, and you realize it's, it's Stabler, and he comes and puts the umbrella over him, and, he, and they kind of just walk off together into as a phase of black. But and leaving not, it unresolved, kind of not knowing what Yeah, just, just that he is there for her. When it's all over, her career is all over, and just mm-hmm. kind of leave it like that, and then fade to black. No, oh, well, that's that would be good too. That'd be good too. You're, but you'd you rather have, have imagery. It, you'd rather him take her to Poundtown. Oh, well, I didn't say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that completely. No, I think that. It, no, no, <laughs> no. I think you ruined that. No, uh, no I would like I didn't to see ruin that. it. Yeah. I didn't ruin it. I don't know. No. I'm not sure about that. Um, all right. So I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. this is the, the final topic. I wanted to ask you about your thoughts on, uh, we played a video game together for the first time ever. Uh, well, well, we didn't play a video game. I watched you play a video game. It's but it's not play. like a normal, I'm watching you and I'm bored out of my mind. No, we, there's interaction. Yeah. yeah. We played Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. Right. And you saw it from start to finish. I had to replay it recently due to something I'll talk about in episode 77. But what were your thoughts on that whole story with these characters and, um, and everything? Like, what were your overall thoughts on the story of Lee and Clementine and Kenny and I liked the storyline I thought it was really really good um I liked the evolution of the story I don't like that with it being an interactive where you get to make choices that ultimately the same outcome will happen yeah that you don't have full control over yes okay which I don't like that because I feel like interactive games like that you should always there should always be still options at the end where things could end differently because I think that's the desire and the pull with with interactive games and that's something that um I don't I I know I mentioned it to you but there's this game called Detroit Become Human about like uh, robots 
like I think it's like 20 years from now in Detroit and everything and how they interact with humans like that whole game that like all everything's determined completely by your choices so it's right. not determinate and, and I, I like that but I feel like the characters really took on you know these real independent lives that you you actually liked and you you were like either rooting for them or against them or whatever but there was just some things that were so final in the game that you knew that like Lee getting bitten no matter what it's been out six years what was gonna happen and I think oh what's Kenny's wife and his yeah Katya Katya. and Duck and I think Duck and I think they were gonna die no matter what there's there's nothing you can do I I see and I don't like that because I'm like that kind of ruins the game because then there's really no point point of it being interactive because in the long run you're really not making choices it's still gonna happen right and that's a lot of something that a lot of people would complain about with Telltale which um, you was said that they def- went out of business didn't they anyway yes and they did release episode 2 of season 4 and now Skybound Robert Kirkman's company who runs Walking Dead and like right. everything's released there they are going to finish the game um, and the, so there's like two more parts that still have to come out Part three of season four is going to probably come out towards the end of the year now. So they are going to finish Clementine's story. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of people would always complain about Telltale games that no matter that it doesn't matter what you do because they're ultimately a decision is going to be made for you and the story is going to go one way or the other. Now, as the, se- the series goes on, you do have more cho- choices that kind of branch out before you, and it's not so final where Lee gets bitten no matter what. And this one is the ultimate resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, so something they worked on, but that is a, a complaint that a lot of people had, especially with uh, Telltale Games. Right. So who would you say was your favorite character in the, in the game, the season? Probably Clem. Clem. Because I think she grew throughout the the game, and she had to evolve with what was happening. And even with her being a little girl, she still had to kind of embrace the change and 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 kind of become stronger because of it. And so I liked her character. Plus, you know, you always feel for the kids. So yeah, Lee and Clem are my are my favorite. Yeah, and was, I liked Lee too because Lee didn't have to take her with him, you know. But right. I, I think he technically he did have to take her with him <laughs> because that's how the game was supposed yeah. to be played. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. But yeah, so those are the characters I think that kind of stand out. Was there any characters that you didn't like that stuck with you like throughout What's the game? What's her face? The girl that that had the dad that Oh, Lily? Yeah. Yeah, Lily was kind of the worst. Yeah, it's kind of against her the whole time and um I think she was the only one that really and the dad. Oh, yeah. He was He was awful. Yeah. He was just not a nice person. No. Um you actually chose to crush his head in the meat locker. Yeah. Um I feel like it had was, was it just because of the way he had acted prior, or yeah, I didn't have as much sympathy as I probably should have. Larry, that was his Larry. Name. Yeah, okay. I didn't have as much sympathy. <clears throat> and of course, the game featured an appearance by Glenn. Yes. Yeah, he was in it in uh, chapter one, in uh-huh. episode one. Yeah. Um, was there any moments that uh, really shocked you throughout the game? Well, I didn't considering think he was the walking. Get bitten. Yeah. And I didn't think that was going to be the absolute ending, but then, it, which kind of disappointed me in the game. So that was the big shocker for me. I was like, I thought you'd be able to get through if you actually got through mm-hmm. and not be bitten. And that wasn't the case. Yeah, I, I would have preferred to see Lee go on, but in order for it, I mean, 
in season two, it's like you're controlling Clem right. throughout the, um, and that's what we're going to get into here. Soon. Yeah, but I think I feel like again the whole draw of those kind of games is to be able to create your own destiny. Yeah, and when you limit the you limit the choices and the possible outcomes, it's I don't think it's as fun anymore. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. Um, I'd say the most shocking part for me was Lee getting bit. I was pretty upset when that happened. Also, eating the people probably wasn't my favorite either. Yeah, and the fact that I didn't stop Clementine from doing it twice. Uh, yeah. That's a little embarrassing. That's a little embarrassing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I felt bad for Mark. Mark was the dude who they introduced in episode two who got shot with the arrow. Yeah. And then they ended up eating him. Yeah. I, I really felt um, bad yeah, for I Mark. Yeah, I did feel bad for him too. You chose... Steal the stuff from the station wagon. Yes. Why? It was like because obviously was, you saw that that it was resources pl- that played into the finale where that guy came back and kidnapped Clementine and all that. Like it was resources. And yes, there's no way to change that, but you you don't feel bad for stealing the resources even though they were gone. They came back for their stuff. No, because I feel like that was kind of part of what was going on with. With the world, I mean, like, mm-hmm. you kind of had to take what you needed to for survival and necessity. I feel like that was just kind of a given of if something was left, it kind of left it open to others because the world had changed and what you needed, you had to go take. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Ben? Ben made me feel sad. Um. Because I just felt bad for him. You didn't, you weren't angry with him when it came out that he's the one that I was giving the bandit stuff, and that's why they. He was just weak. Was the problem? Like yeah, I felt sad for still. him, and he was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just because he didn't know what else to do for to survive. I mean, like, I don't know. I just felt sad for him. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. Um, and then what about Kenny? What are your thoughts on Kenny? Kenny was kind of this yo-yo because he was like. <laughs> I was okay a moment, and then I wasn't okay, and then this happened, and then I felt like this. And, like, like I wanted to like Kenny when he was doing nice things, but then I also was like, Kenny's a jerk, you know, at the yeah. same time. So I think I went back and forth with Kenny. I was like, it was a love-hate. Yeah. And it's something really hard to do is to kind of stay on Kenny's side the whole game. Yeah. Because even when Lily's being a bitch, like, mm-hmm. and you want to say, well, Kenny has the right idea, it's like, then Kenny says some crazy stuff or Kenny crushed her dad's head in the meat locker so yeah I mean it, it's kind of hard to stay fully on Kenny's side throughout yeah. the game yeah I agree um so are you excited for season two see what mm, happens next I, I don't know like I don't know if I'm as excited just because of um I don't know what's gonna happen and I know there'll be probably things that are gonna have to happen that you can't change yeah and I don't like that I don't like that like I said I think it. It takes the fun out of the interactive part, so we'll see. It may change my mind when it comes out. Are you still going? Are you still going to play it with me though? Yeah. Watch me play. Probably. You ready to get on the controller? Ready no. to get on the sticks? Ouch. So, so uh, changing the topic. Next topic. Okay, moving on. Um, I decided to start the Cardinals defense tonight, and let me show you what this football score is. Because it didn't look pretty last time I looked at it, and it probably still isn't pretty. Are you, like, negative 
Oh, I haven't lo- I haven't looked 15. at my points. There's no point. Cause I don't know if I have anybody playing tonight, actually. You don't have anybody playing tonight. Oh, did you check for me? That was so nice of you. Um, so let's see if the score will come up. Because last time... Yeah, here you go. Here's the score right now. I started the Cardinals defense. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. That's not pretty. That was not a good play. I think I started them in two leagues. I got the Redskins in one, and then I have the Rams in another. So, yeah. How you feeling about your fantasy football season so far? Just um, checking our scores. Yeah, right. How could... No. Oh, okay, yeah, duh. That, uh, it, it, just hits, it just hit me again that L.A. has two teams. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like that just sorry, I was, no, you're I, was fine. I was having a moment there. Um because I saw LA, uh, Los Angeles versus Los Angeles. I'm like, uh no. <laughs> no, I can't be right. Um, so how am I feeling about my team? Yep. What's your um, record right now? My record, what am I? I'm uh four, two, and zero. So Remember not being ties. No ties. Can we tie in fantasy yeah. football? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like in NFL. So I'm in third right now. Um, but I'm down one. I need to because next uh, the top two spots are five one and zero. But I'm down like sixty points, so I'm down a significant amount. That's and not bad though. What's your team name? Rewatchables. Oh, okay, so you're in fifth, but and CJ's pretty in pink, right? Yes. So she's she's. Has more points than me, but she's her record's her worse. Record's worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling all right about my team right now. I'm kind of, I don't know, like I get confused about Westbrook because I feel like he's been going up and down. And, D.D. Westbrook, yeah. Yeah. Goodwin has been ticking me off. He's been well, working out all right for me. Well, he's been up and down. Mm-hmm. Um. Russell Wilson, I haven't really used him. He's on my bench. Who's your starting quarterback and right now? I should now? have used him the what last week. Yes, Rivers. I should have had him start. Had you start him against the Raiders? No, I'm sorry. you shouldn't have had me anything because it's my team. So it is your you, team. It is. So, but I I went with Rivers because my gut was still with Rivers. I think definitely this week because of course, well, it has to be definitely this week because Wilson has a bye. But mm-hmm. but I mean, I think Rivers will do okay versus Tennessee. So. I'm not as worried. Um, last week, I was not happy because Nelson... Jordy's a bust. Oh, he was. He's, and Landry working for Raiders too. Yeah, the Browns had a... Real, um, they really let down last and week. And Brown, who'd been doing really well from Baltimore, didn't do well either. Although, if I'd have used Westbrook, I'd have got more points. Cause yeah, Cra- apparently, Michael yeah. Crabtree got all the... T- um, all the points last week in Baltimore. So mm. there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, my kicker wasn't great last week either. Ken Zaro. He wasn't doing it. So we'll see. Maybe this week will be better. Although my matchup isn't looking as great as I would like it to be. Hey, I got 3.5 points from Arizona, though. I'll take it. As long as they don't do negative. Yeah. Well. You're playing Anthony this week. Oh, and he's beating me. He's winning. Like, no, not right now. I mean, like... Oh, projection-wise. Projection-wise and in the league. Okay. So, I'm not a fan of that. I like to win. I have a hard time when I don't win. You get more upset about it than I do now. 
do. I'm just kind of like, care as much uh, anymore. Uh, like I care. No, not as much as you used to. That's true. All right. Well, I think we've uh, jawed enough here. We've so. exhausted, I think, a lot of topics. You've made me look bad. We've we've covered a lot. In, really, I can in, never make you look bad. Oh, that's sweet. That's a good way to try to recover right now after you. I mean, it smashed me with trivia, and I didn't do as well as took I took you pounds, him. No, that is not what happened. Oh, um, I'm very disappointed in myself. Do you have any other recommendations besides Walter Jeffrey you want to throw out there before I toss oh, out mine? Listen, you all need to check out Walter Jeffrey. He is so <laughs> cute. I'm still going to try to use him so that you will buy me a French Bulldog. I can't stand that noise. Oh, my God. If that's how the they bark, thing. you're not going to get anywhere with that. Listen, I'd much rather have that than I would I don't know. the bark. No, Brooklyn's bark is... oh. Just can't. You just had to have a chihuahua then too, didn't you? Other recommendations? Do I have anything else? Um, no, I don't think so right now. No, no other recommendations at this time. Here's a recommendation. Um, my uh, cousin-in-law, I guess. Uh, they like uh, BG, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's my cousin-in-law. Yeah. Um, wait, don't move it. Uh, they do, him and his wife do the Extra Life fundraiser. Yes, 24 hours for yes. WVU Children's and Hospital. They, they game every year, just like Alapal did uh, last year for it. Um, he's asking people to join his, uh, to oh, follow his Twitch channel um, so that he can become an officially affiliated channel. So here's a recommendation. Follow uh, Stinky Weasel on Twitch and help help him out and so he can be officially affiliated. And then they can get their Extra Life on here when they get ready to do that. So there's yes. a recommendation. And it's definitely a worthy cause because they do raise for WVU Children's Hospital. Absolutely. So. so no other recommendations, though? Uh, nothing I can think of. Okay. Ocean's 8. We watched that on Tuesday. Oh, I like that. It was fire. It was good. It was as good as I hoped it would be. And it was very much in the vein of the previous Ocean's remakes, um, 11, 12, and 13. Um, it had, it had its twist. It had its. It wasn't uh, Soderbergh, obviously, who did it, but it still felt um felt like it was in. Uh, it fell in line with everything else. So maybe we're looking at getting Ocean's Nine and Ocean's Ten, and then we'll have eight, nine, and ten from the ladies, and eleven, twelve, thirteen from the men. Ladies first. Hmm. But you you recommend that though? I do. I definitely recommend it. It was a good movie. Um, any any favorite performances from anybody in the cast that you enjoyed? Sandra Bullock, of course. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Bullock was really good. She was really good. Um, overall, I think they did. They all played. I mean, all the all the major characters oh, did yeah. a really nice job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rihanna was really good as her hackers. I like that. Nine ball. Yeah, nine ball. What's your eight name? Ball. Nine ball. Eight ball. Maybe nine ball. Nine. Or wait, no. Or what did she say? Eight ball at the beginning. She, she said nine ball, and she said, "What's your real name?" Nine ball. <laughs> and then she goes eight ball. And then later when she calls her sister, she's like, Leslie. Leslie. <laughs> yeah, I like sister's like 14. Yeah. 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 I like Kate Blanchett, I think. She did. She actually, that was, she played that role very, very well. A lot of people wanted, um, wanted there to be a relationship between Kate Blanchett's character and, and uh, Sandra Bullock's Debbie character. Like an actual like relationship between the two. Uh, I think, it, I don't think. I don't know if a lot of people, but there was some calls for that. I, but I don't they think it they would have. They thought they could see it there. Yeah, but I don't think it would have played it out the same way. You can't really bring love into it. No. I don't think. 
Because these were supposed to be some, you know, I got ass women. and Yeah. I got a Danny and Rusty vibe from both of them, though. So they carried that torch very well. Maybe, maybe even better in some spots, I thought. And I loved, what's the girl's name that was the jeweler? Mindy Kaling. I love her. From the office, yes. I love her. Mindy killed it. She was great. She did a great job. And I actually think, um, oh, the play played the actress. Who helped them? Uh, oh, um, 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 Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think she did really well in her role, too. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I always like most of the things that I've seen Anne Hathaway in. She's a great actor. Yeah. And she obviously is. she has an Oscar. Yes. Um, and it is in one of my favorite movies ever, The Devil Wears Prada. So. Oh, I love The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, it's wonderful. One day I'm going to sit here and talk about Devil Wears Prada for four Fantastic hours. Fantastic movie. Yes, it is. Fantastic movie. Oh, look, the Broncos forced a turnover. Good thing that Ooh, I don't have anybody in the he offense. killed his player right there. Yeah. It's probably not the best thing to do. Ooh. We're watching... Uh, we're halfway through Fear the Walking Dead season four. We are. I'm enjoying it so far. Yes, I am too. Although I'm hearing a lot about people being really upset with how the season progresses and how it went. I just don't like how it jumps around so much. I get confused. I think you're going to go away from that now, though. Oh, and I'm sad about Nick. I'm sad about Nick and Madison. Yeah, I'm actually more sad about Nick than I am Madison, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I kind of have to agree because honestly, Madison wasn't the best person. Like the past few seasons, I mean, yeah. she made some weird decisions. And, and I don't know, I've grown very attached to Nick. Like in the for a while, he was being a jerk, and then I was well, like, he was on drugs too. Well, no, 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 not even then. Um, afterwards, but he was just being a jerk because he's like, I don't want to be with everybody. I want to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I feel like once he met um, Luciana, yeah. Like he changed, and I really, really liked him. And now I'm sad. I um, I like uh, John Boat, not Bodie, John Dory. I, I like him, the cowboy. Yes. I, yeah. I like his character a lot. I'm hoping nothing bad happens. To and him. I have a love hate relationship with Naomi, who turns out to be June. So. Well. Oh, anything Jenna Elfman's in. I'm I know like, you like that too. Shout out to Dharma and Greg. Yeah. Um, but I like her too right now. I'm not liking the kids still, but maybe that'll change. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie, yeah. So we recommend the first half of Fear the Walking Dead. We're going to get caught up on uh, the second half, and then um, we've been watching season nine of the Walk of Walking Dead, the actual show so far, and it's actually way better than season anything that happened in season seven. I like episodes one and two of this season so far. I'm I'm kind of glad Negan's in jail now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not with Negan anymore. He just angers Spoilers. me. Spoilers. Um, oh, and what do you think about Morgan being added to the cast? Um, at first I was like, Morgan's got to be in this whiny baby. And then now I'm kind of like, well, maybe he's developing and he's going to become. He's kind of going back to his Eastwood ways. The guy who trained him in. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that, that I like. But, like I said, the whole pouty, I need to be alone, I need to be alone, stop that crap. Right. And then, but I think he's getting out of that, so it may get better. So, we'll, I'll keep you updated on the rest of Fear the Walking Dead when we get through here in the next week or so. And then, finally, last recommendation is A Star is Born. <sighs> love the soundtrack. Yes. Love, love, love. Great movie. Great movie. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga were excellent in it. I think we've gone on, what, maybe 10 dates since Aaliyah was born? Maybe we're up to 15 now. Yeah. 
maybe. And and this was definitely a worthwhile one that we went to the movies and the din- dinner was nice. That dinner was too. definitely nice too. Um, but the movie is definitely good worth company. seeing. Yeah, good company. Definitely. Um, yeah, so make sure you check out Stars Born. The music's great. Yeah, get the soundtrack. Is great. Download that. Um, yeah. Make sure you pay for it though. Yeah. S- support support your artist. Yes. Yeah. You, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, support your artist. Um, but that that's it for recommendations. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. So Yeah, it's past my bedtime. Angel, any final thoughts you'd like to share with uh the fans of the World's Greatest Podcast? Um, well, thank you for having me on the show. You'll be back for episode 100, if not before then. I will. I definitely will. Um, I will make sure I study up on years before I come back on. I'm not going to so. do that to you again. I did not yeah. mean to. I, I really thought there was stuff that you would you know, have like I said, years make 80% nervous. chance of getting. 80% chance? Yeah. Years? I'm not sure. Like I said, well, I can't I do apologize. years. I apologize. You know? I mean, you're great with years, and you know that. And, I, of course, for everybody thinking, oh, you're a history teacher, with. you should know years. I know history back and forwards and forwards and all that kind of stuff, but not years. Like, I know that sounds weird, but I can tell you time periods. I can tell you all about the American Revolution and what happened, Civil War, all that good stuff. I just can't tell you years. I can't. It's just not, it's not what it is. And, and I don't teach my kids by years. I teach my kids now by time periods because it's actually, it's a better learning tool. Knowing years. The char- Broncos are whooping that ass. Like I said, it just, it just bothers me. Anyway, I'm not going to dwell on that. Um, I enjoyed being on the show and I enjoyed talking um, about the topics that you brought up and yeah I'll be back for episode 100 or maybe before that so how, how would you on a scale of 1 to 10 what would you rate this episode's questions aside from the trivia because I know you hated that the trivia. Um, I, I'd say overall I'd, I'd rate you I'd give you a solid 9 nice give you a solid 9 nice I'm a solid 9 alright um, alright well 6 on the trivia for those of you who may be interested in hearing more about The Walking Dead, episode 76 is all about The Walking Dead with me and Thomas. So make sure you check that out following this episode. My only other recommendation is to make sure you're informed and please get out and vote. Vote for the candidates that you yeah, think. That's probably the most, that's the most important recommendation, honestly. Yes. Vote for the candidates that share your beliefs and ideals. Contact them if you have questions about them. Um Go listen to them speak. Listen to debates. If they're not showing up to speak with against other candidates, that should that should signal something. That's to a you. red flag. It is. Um, but make or sure a blue you're informed. Flag if you're a crit. Uh, mm. <laughs> that was uh, funny. That was no. funny. It was funny. But you I do want to also say too that I've seen a lot of people say they're not voting for certain um, offices because there's no good options. Remember that when you don't vote. You're still going to end up with somebody. That's what happened in 2016. Yeah, exactly. So you need to make sure that you are informed. And I know it sounds terrible to say it, but you got to vote for the lesser evil. And don't vote for Harambe, which no, is bullshit. That's you, you know people voted unintelligent. like Harambe got a large number of votes from dumbass people. I'm in sure. 2016 but listen, in the presidential election. You know the best thing we can teach our kids for the future is that you need to be an informed citizen. Mm-hmm. We need to make good choices for our country, for our state, for you know the local levels, and and you can do that by setting a good good example and and being informed and voting in the best way that you see fit. That's my recommendation. All right. Well, this has been Hyphen Nation brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. 
Morgantown based podcast collective bringing great podcasts to the people. I have shirts now. It says hyphen podcast group on it. So if you want to get one of those, you can do that. How come I don't have one of those? Because I have to pay money to get it made. So I'm not worth buying one? Yeah, you know, I'm going to get you one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get Aaliyah one. Oh, Aaliyah would like that. I'd get Brooklyn one, but he don't wear shirts. Because uh, he touches penis and he doesn't like it. Wow. Well, <laughs> on that um, note. The show is sponsored by um, not uh, by uh, Mark Robb. Make sure you check out all of Marcus Robinson's, my semi-regular co-host. Make sure you check out all his writing over there. It's uh, the M-A-R-C-R-O-B dot WordPress dot com. He writes about pop culture and entertainment and and uh, politics, all kinds of things. He has been on hiatus because um, he's probably gathering his thoughts because um, he starts things and then starts something else. But I'm sure he's going to come out with something soon. Which is kind of a hint there, Marcus. Um, but make sure you check out um, all his great writing over there. Um, this podcast is available wherever podcasts are sold. Guess what, Angel? What? We're on Spotify. That is awesome. So if you go to Spotify, you can type in hyphen nation and the podcast come up. Or you can even go one step further and type in hyphen podcast group and all the shows will come up. Mm, awesome. And you can listen to it. If you have a premium or a free account, it that's doesn't fantastic. matter. Yeah, that's fantastic. So way to go. I know. Shout out to Spotify for a very finally letting everybody uh, submit their podcast. Uh, so that was super nice of them. Yes. And you can find us on your favorite podcast listening platform, whether that's iTunes or Radio Public. Shout out to them. That's what I use or uh, Google Play or uh, if you just want to go to the website, hyphen hyphen podcastgroup.com and Hit play on the post. That's fine, too. Um, and if you want to contact the show, be hyphen at gmail.com on Twitter at be hyphen on Facebook hyphen universe. And then also hyphen uh, hyphen podcast group on Facebook hyphen pie group on Twitter and hyphen podcast group at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out to Angel, you got to go through me first. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, I don't have all that social media. Shout story. out to anybody who didn't start the Cardinals defense tonight. Uh, um, power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, no matter what that may be. No matter what you have to do, you got to do you. Um, and then also, like I always like to say, um, hug your mom, shake your dad's hand, call your sister, call your brother, write your cousin a Facebook message. Um, make sure you let people know how much they mean to you. Um, when you, when you, when you get a chance, man, cause you just never know. You just always want to let them know. Shout out to your best friend. Uh, I don't know. Call your, call your, uh, grandmother. Yeah. Call your grandmother. Damn it. Oh yeah. You should always call your grandmother. You should. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know. Just, just let people know it's important. And then, um, I guess final thing I want to end up with is what are my words of wisdom? My words of wisdom is, and words of wisdom doesn't necessarily mean it's wisdom. My word of wisdom would be if you are young and you are are jumping into a job, jumping into you get a job and and it's a let's say it's a, a little bit stressful for you and. You think about all the good times from your previous job because your previous job, you're young and you had fun with them, with your coworkers, and 
you made some money and the hours weren't stressful and people weren't yelling at you and all these things. Before you think that the grass on the other side where you came from is greener, you got to think about your future. And you have to take in consideration where you want to go in your life. Whether you're 19 or whether you're 55, you have to always be kind of thinking of the next step. I know tomorrow's not promised, but at the same time, you want to kind of think a little bit about uh, where you're going next. I'm not a big person on think about where I'm going next. I never have been. That's why I got this girl next to me. So she can think about that stuff for me. <laughs> I am the planner, that is for sure. But the thing is, even if you, you're, the hindsight is twenty twenty. we look at things with rose-colored glasses. And you tend to think that things were better, better the way they were. It doesn't necessarily mean that they were better. And just think about, here, we were talking about Kanye earlier. Just think about that maybe you're taking a step backwards or maybe you're in a loop. And you need to figure out a way out of that uh, hamster wheel, so to speak. You need to kind of figure out a way to navigate the maze. And maybe it'll be fun. Maybe you're right. Maybe you'll go back and to your job or let's even take it one level to that ex of yours that you were in love with forever and y'all had a bad breakup and now y'all are bad and each other again. Like, maybe just think about the consequences of taking steps back rather than taking steps forward. That's my words of wisdom. Okay? So, I appreciate everybody out there listening to the show. Each and every one of y'all. I listen to me ramble. Listen to Angel get mad at me for trivia questions. Yeah. 75 episodes in the can. <laughs> Chris Jericho just had his 500 episode. <laughs> but he does do shows once a week. I think he was doing two a week there for a time. He might still be doing that. So there's a difference. And he's he's a wrestler and a uh, um, rock star. And he has time to sit down and record these things twice a week. I am a father and husband and I go to job. So... Y'all get what y'all get. It's going to be more consistent, though, because now that we got the star of 75 on the record, and I should probably end this before my phone craps out or something. <laughs> that may happen. It's fully charged. It's good. Oh, never mind. It's fully charged. Let's see. I still got how much battery left. Oh, I got 87%. Oh, wow. That's what. Yeah, it doesn't kill the battery recording. That's good. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I love doing this for y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to a more consistent schedule, but I did want to make sure 75 was for Angel. So thank you for including me. I enjoyed it. Well, for all the times you put up with me podcasting, it's the least I can do to have you on here to have some intelligent talk on here. Oh, I appreciate it. Because y'all ain't getting that from me. <laughs> oh. You're supposed to say no, baby. You're intelligent. Listen, if you're up to 75 episodes and you're on Spotify. A fire! And you're doing all these great things. Apparently, you're doing something really right. So. Oh, well, thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, but before I go on, go watch Blackish. <laughs> Blackish is funny. And there was something else I was going to tell you all to watch too before I got out of here, but I'll remember it for 67, 67, 77, maybe. Anyway, thanks, y'all. You still hate my outro? The yes, the thank show part, because you weren't a fan in fifty. Mm, mm. <sighs>